building spirituality, family, health, and business. This is The Giant Builders with Lois Wyant. Good afternoon, Giant Builders. Our special guest today is Michelle Hanton. Hello, Michelle. How are you? Hello. Good to be here. Thank you. And she is with Dragon Sisters. So tell me what Dragon Sisters is, Michelle. So Dragon Sisters is a business consultancy. And if I might just tell you a little bit about the name, where it came from, okay. it's because I have, I'm the founder of the Breast Cancer Dragon Boat Movement in Australia. And so when I started my business, it was with my sister and also working with a group of women. So Dragon Sisters kind of seemed like a good name. <laughs> Well, that does. Yeah. So what we do is um, basically work with small and micro business owners who are often confused, overwhelmed, not sure what the next step should be because, you know, when you start a business, it's all super exciting. Um, but the reality is very different to what it might have seemed before you were actually in the throes of it. So. Right. Um, I work as a business strategist, really helping people get that clarity on what they need to do, the steps to take to actually get to the end goal. So is there usually a, a point where somebody goes, oh, I can't do this anymore? Yes. So typically my client is someone who is uh, from a corporate background or, you know, been working in the government space, etc. decides they would like to have their own business um, for a multitude of reasons, but often because they are um, suffering from chronic illness themselves or they are caring for someone that needs them to be around. So the idea of having your own business is you get the freedom, you get the flexibility. You know, it sounds pretty cool, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, being one has a business, I could say you lack freedom and you lack time and you don't have any flexibility. <laughs> exactly, right? So that, it's not what um, the, the perception and the reality yeah. are quite different. So what happens is usually, you know, two to five years in, um, they hit a wall because things aren't working out um, for a multitude of reasons or often because there has been no freedom and they are working so deeply in the business, you know, as we say in Australia, head down, bum up. Um, <laughs> you can't see where you're going anymore. You becomes confused, overwhelmed. So that's usually the, pl the place where they go, let me off the merry-go-round and come see me. So I also do this for small not-for-profits that face the same sort of thing where, you know, the funds are running out, they're facing closure, etc. And yeah, so it's interesting and it's fun. And because I've been in business for 25 years, well, more actually, myself, um, I've actually walked the walk and I've got a lot of experience under my belt. And some of that experience has won me some some pretty big awards. So I've got the credentials to go with it. I'm not just talking about it. I've done it and I've been recognized for it. So what areas do you think most small business owners should get help with first? If I were to go back in time, what I say to everybody is you really should spend the time and the money on creating a strategic plan for your business before you even open the door. Mm, that's the tough part. 
<laughs> that is the tough part. And I, I know myself, I did not do that. You know, I've had a few different businesses over the years, but I didn't do that at the beginning. And it, it took me to end up in that model and then have a really good um, mentor who was actually my bank manager mm-hmm. and then an accountant say to me, this is how you do it. This is what you need. And when that light bulb went on, it got so much easier. Mm-hmm. But of course, when you're a small business owner, often you don't have that luxury. And two, often you cannot afford it. Um, corporates spend a lot of money on um, strategic planning and they dedicate, you know, a couple of days a year to locking, them, well, locking themselves up, going over it. And a corporate strategic plan is often a big bulky document that sits in the back of a cupboard and the bulk of the um, staff don't read it. But what I do with a small business is we work through where it is you want to go, look at what you need in terms of people, finance, external, internal forces, all those things. And at the end, you end up with a very workable two-page document um, <clears throat> It is simple, but it's not easy. And they're two very different things. <laughs> they are definitely two different things. <laughs> so when the plan is complete, um, what I will say to my clients is, okay, you wrote this. Um, and it takes them a lot of soul searching often. Right, now print it out, laminate it, and stick it where you are going to see it. Mm-hmm. And then what happens is as time goes by, if an opportunity crops up and you think, oh, wow, this sounds great. And, you know, today when we're all on social media and we're, there's all these um, sponsored ads and stories and everything else and people are saying, oh, you should do this. Oh, look at this. You kind of can get sucked in yeah, or stuck down that rabbit hole. Um, and, you know, this is this great shiny object that's going to solve yeah. all my problems. And I would say that's the point. You look at your strategic plan and you go, does this fit in with my plan? If the answer is yes, okay, go for it. If the answer is no, um, you know, cast it aside. Mm -hmm. Or if the answer is maybe, I say stick it in the parking lot, you know, write it down, stick it somewhere and come back to it later. But in other words, your plan is your your compass. Mm -hmm. Well, that's great. So that's so, what I do. <laughs> how often should one vamp their strategic plan? Okay, so this is um, not something that you play with regularly, <laughs> which is why it needs to be really bedded down clearly. So to answer that question, I would say do your plan for three or five years. It's up to you, and depending on where you are in your business will depend what you want to do. So if you're a new business, um, I usually say do it for three years because mm-hmm. three years is long enough for you to kind of see where you want to go, but it's not too long. And within that strategic plan, of course, you have what we call in corporate speak KPI, so key performance indicators. But basically what they do is they tell you how you're going. There's something that you can track and you can measure and, and you, can, you can tick things off. You can go, yes, I've achieved that. Mm-hmm. And the, the key thing is because you do it for three years, what the goal is, you know, in year two, you might achieve in year one because you're 
following your plan, you're making great progress, etc. It doesn't mean you can't achieve it earlier. Okay. But you're setting yourself up um, for success by actually being super realistic about it, by understanding the steps that you're going to need to get there. So is there much difference between a nonprofit and a small business as far as their strategic planning? The process is not. The process um, is no different. But with a nonprofit, obviously, you usually have a board of directors, etc., that all come together. So when I facilitate for them, you know, it's we send stuff out to the group to get everybody's consensus first of where they're thinking where their baseline is so we can get everybody on the same page when we come together. Mm -hmm. um, with a small business, it's usually just the business owner. Maybe there is a partner. Mm -hmm. um, so it is it is quicker to move through, should we say. Okay. But the process is the same regardless of what your business is, the formula that you go through. How long should somebody plan on creating a strategic plan? So I usually say, um, I, I do run different workshops on this, but I usually say allow yourself four weeks. Okay. And the reason I say four weeks is once you understand all the elements that go in it, that's the time, you know, you, you often do a lot of soul searching and you write stuff down. And my recommendation is right now, put it aside and then come and look at it again in a couple of days. You probably want to change something. Mm -hmm. um, and so you scratch it out and you write another bit and then put it aside. And you do that a few times. So then after the four-week period and you've done, you've done that a few times, you know, you're going to pick it up and you're going to go, yes, this I am happy with. This um, encapsulates where I want to be. I'm comfortable with um, how I've set out the time. I'm going to get there. I understand the resources I'm going to need. I understand, you know, the budget I'm going to need, all those kind of things. Um, yeah. Because, you know, sometimes people go, I want this, and it's got a cost to it. And the cost is not just financial, but but time, or you need to educate yourself. You need to master some piece of technology or whatever it might be. There's so many different things. So you have to map out within that when you're going to do it and how you're going to do it. If you've come in, you know, confused, overwhelmed with no time on your hands, realistically, you're not going to do that overnight, right? Mm, right. Or, so we work around, you know, what's the solution going to be? How how will I make it happen? And that's that's the that's the complex part of the process because that's very much an individual thing. I think the main thing that I want to emphasize is mm -hmm. when we talk about strategic planning with a lot of people, we do something called an introduction to strategic planning. Okay. And at the end of that, folks run off and they go, I'm going to work on my plan. I know exactly what I'm going to do. And because they haven't spent the time going through the in-depth process, the plan doesn't work. I'm sure that people get really excited about, oh, yeah, I'm going to put my business together in the strategic plan. But yeah, what, what happens? Does it get done? It usually does if people commit to it. If people commit to it, spend the time working on it. You know, I have... Um, my clients usually, they work with 
me, they create the strategic plan, they go away and they start to implement and they will come back to me sometimes two years later, sometimes five years later, and they'll say, I now want to do this or I now want to review the plan or they'll feedback that they're getting results because of what's in the plan. Mm -hmm. Sometimes they come to me and say, the wheels on the bus have fallen off, Michelle. (laughs) (laughs) I'll go, "Um, okay, let's see where this went wrong. And you know what? Um, Every time it's because they didn't look at their plan because they got unrealistic and thought, oh, but it sounded so good. Yeah. It sounded so good. Or I didn't actually think I needed this step. I just went ahead and did that. And you don't see that immediately, the repercussions. It's some months later down the track that you go, oh, damn it. I This is where I went wrong. Mm-hmm. And if I can give you an example, you know, myself, um, I was running a, a major event. You know, we had 2,000 participants and a committee and everything else. So it was a very big event. And every evening we used to have a debrief. And one evening, everybody was exhausted. They came to me and they said, Michelle, we don't, we don't want to have a debrief tonight. You know, c- c- can, we just, can we just go home? We just want to go to bed. And I'd say this was some years ago. And I went, oh, you know, oh, okay. Well, the next day was the biggest disaster. It was the worst day ever. And it all, you know, when I look back and when we sat together, everybody said, it's because we didn't have that meeting last night. It's because we didn't nut out those little tiny things that we thought, oh, you know what, it'll be okay. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. So it just goes to show it does it does work. That minute detail makes the difference. So is there a difference between goals and strategic plan? There is a difference, a slight difference. Um, I mean, I could talk about this for hours. But with a strategic plan, you are looking at your big goals. Where people often get confused is they confuse a goal with a to-do list, with an action that you take and to achieve those big goals there are lots of little actions or baby goals you might like to call them you know goals is a nice word to be able to get your pen and tick it off so there are lots of um baby goals along the way that get you to your end goal so that so that's the difference is is kind of seeing how they all fit together and strategically you are looking at the big picture right you, okay so in three years time this is where i'm going to be But at the end of year one, I'm going to have this, this, and this. At the end of year two, it's going to be blah, blah, blah. And once that strategic plan is finished, then you create the business plan. And the business plan is much more detailed. So that's, I guess, the long way of answering your question. Is there a difference between the goals and the strategic plan? That's the difference. Your your business plan has your actions that you're going to be taking. It has those smaller goals the whole but they all fit together into the bigger picture okay and i say you know i use the analogy it's like driving um to a destination you know australia is a big country where you are is a big country right so if we say we are going from point a to point b so i'm going from brisbane to to darwin to the northern territory it's three thousand kilometers and there are many routes, detours, dead ends along the way. And there's a lot of harsh country to get through. If I didn't use my map, 
and you could say, okay, just use the GPS. <laughs> the, GP, the GPS has dead spots, right? Once you get out into the outback, there's a lot of places the phone signal doesn't work. So there's a lot of dead spots. So you actually need to be very um, meticulous about how you're planning your journey. And it's the same when it comes to your strategic plan for your business. You need to take that time, write it all down. Um, so, you know, when it comes to the fork in the road, you can go, oh, hang on a minute. Let me let me go back. Let me see what this thing, or when the signal drops out, um, the signal drops out, some crisis occurs in your life and you just throw everything up in the air. And maybe you have to take a week away from your business. Maybe you have to take two weeks. Maybe it's your headspace isn't right because of all that's going on. But you can actually look at this this plan and you can go, oh, yeah, when you come back to your desk or to your office, you can go, oh, yeah, that's where I am. That's where I'm going. Phew, you've got <laughs> the guide. You know, you've got the, you've got the compass. Uh-huh. Um, so that's why right. it's so such a crucial element. Mm-hmm. Is it harder for you to help somebody with a strategic plan if they've already been in business for a few years? Or no, no, okay. no, uh, it's actually, I would say it's actually easier oh. um, in the sense that they are far more receptive because they can see what it's going to do for them. Mm. When you are starting a new business, you're bright eyed, you're bushy tailed, you're full of enthusiasm and often you don't feel that you need the advice because you know what you're doing and you're all excited. Yeah. But when you've been in business for a few years, that's where you kind well, of go, you don't know all that you thought you did. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. And, you know, for me, I've been in business, um, as I said earlier, for well over 25 years, different businesses. Mm-hmm. But I still need somebody external that I can go to and, you know, just get some reaffirmations from that I'm on the right track that brings a different perspective into things because you can't do it for yourself even if you have the skills you still need somebody or I feel you do you still need somebody who is not so personally connected to it that is outside that's going to take that helicopter perspective and you know the solution is within you you know I would say I create the bridge um, but you have to you have to cross that bridge. Oh. I show you how to build your bridge, but uh-huh. you have to walk across it. I'm there. I'll help you. Um, but you have to push it along the way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, come forward, come forward. Oh no, I need to take two steps back. That's right. Or stop. Don't run this. You know, there's a plank missing from this bridge. <laughs> You're gonna fall down. So those are the kinds of things where the external is is so important, and when. When you have been in a business for a few years, um, I certainly find you are much more receptive to it because you just go, it makes it so much easier. It takes away some of that that overwhelm and it gives you that clarity that you need, you know. It's not doing as they say or do as I say. It's let me give you the food for thought. You have the answers. Mm-hmm. Okay. But, you know, you need to get them out. Yeah. Any closing thoughts? Any closing thoughts? My closing thought is the power is within each of us. Oh. We just cool. need to find that key to oh, unlock. That's, that's you cool. can do anything you want, anything you set your mind to. Mm-hmm. So 
But, uh, sometimes you just need a little help along the way. <laughs> <laughs> How can listeners get in touch with you? All right, they can check check me out um, on um, www.dragonsisters.com.au and you'll also find me on LinkedIn, Michelle Hanton. Okay. And I have a Facebook page, Dragon Sisters. All right. And if anyone is interested in working with me, I do offer a membership program, which will only opens um, a few times a year. It's next opening in November. But in that membership program, it's an affordable way for small businesses um, to work with me in the sense that, you know, I'm there to, to help hold their hand and take them over the bridge. Oh, great. <laughs> yeah. And we start with strategic planning. Oh, that sounds wonderful. Uh, All yeah, right. So there's, there's your chance. Get some organization and some, and some strategic planning going. <laughs> Thank you so much. I really appreciate your wisdom and your information. I'm sure this would be beneficial to many listeners. Oh, well, thank you for the opportunity. I appreciate it. Oh, yeah. So. Right, Jane. Okay. We'll, we'll see you next time. Okay. Bye. Thank you for listening. This has been The Giant Builders with Lois Wyant.